4: league player Um, I think the biggest thing is that as they're figuring each other out you know they're not as crisp as they will be in three months four months but they're still awfully good but as they're figuring it out those guys make shots at the end to win and you know hey Aldridge uh, made a couple of contested shots Kawhi Leonard made a a couple of contested shots and you know they're good players they're really good players they're very connected as a team and came up short against.
3: Welcome to the Garden Report. The Celtics lose to the Spurs 95 to 87. We're going to talk about the yes. Spurs and then we're going to talk about the Celtics. Here on the Garden Report, powered by Grandstand on CLNS Radio in Celtics squad. Welcome to the show. I'm Jared Weiss and CLNS Radio. I'm joined as always by Jimmy Toscano of CSNNE, Zap It Up. And then uh, once again, Kevin O'Connor from Celtics Vlog. reach across here. Thanks for having me. So uh, we're going to talk about the Spurs in the first part as that guy drills into the parquet floor behind me. And then in the second part of the show, we're going to explore the Celtics fourth quarter offensive woes, or actually their offensive performance in the fourth quarter, but whether or not they can actually win games that way. So, first off, the Spurs and the Celtics, which is terrible for the first half of this game. We're talking about shooting percentages, bordering in the teens, like just ugly basketball. Pace and space at its worst, I would say. They come back second half, the Spurs are looking good, they open up a big lead, and then the Celtics fight back late in this game. But I think the really, what really blew us away was Kawhi Leonard's performance in this game. He just has really emerged, I mean, everyone knows this at this point, he has emerged as a great, dominant, but quiet all-around force throughout the game, start to finish. Tonight we saw him play great defense, but he also hit some really important shots, especially late in this game. Kevin, we're starting with you. What, what happened at the beginning of this game that made it so ugly, and how did those Spurs turn it around, especially with Kawhi playing so well?
1: Just a lot of missed open shots to start the game. The Celtics weren't hitting open shots. Spurs weren't weren't hitting open shots. Towards the end of the game, they started feeding Aldridge in the low post. Sollinger couldn't get the stops he had to, and Kawhi Leonard hit the big shots.
0: What he said. No, I'm just saying. Uh, in, in the fourth quarter, it was two guys. It was Aldridge and it was Leonard. And, I mean, Aldridge had three straight jump shots. When the Celtics were making their run there, they got it, they got it to within five. Aldridge goes in, down the other end and hits a big shot. Then later on that quarter, the Celtics got to four, and Leonard hits a huge three-pointer, bringing it back mm-hmm. to seven. And the Celtics, they didn't get it back to you know, They never got closer to four, as four again. Those two guys, it's, it's just so unfair that the Spurs can have 15 years of just like dominant play and now you look at it now and they've got like another 10 looking at them even with like the guys that are going out the door like Duncan, Parker, ginobili those guys are one or two years left but they're just set for the future with yeah. Leonard and, and Aldridge, it's just like so unfair. Duncan didn't even have a great night, really. By his no, story, no, he didn't, didn't even do that much. No, yeah. he's not, he doesn't need to anymore. Mm-hmm. And, Parker to with, and Parker didn't have to do That's why they have
3: Aldridge. Parker didn't have to do a 10 I know Parker is still calling the plays for them, but Manu was the one that really stepped up. He had a huge second half, and it's amazing to see that they can really rely on Leonard and Aldridge to carry them through the game mm-hmm. offensively. And then Parker and Duncan and Ginobili are able to kind of pick their spots of what they want to take over. And Ginobili was the guy that really did it tonight. Whether he was leading transition, he had a few really big threes. He was whipping passes that Lamarcus Aldridge Beautiful. couldn't even catch sometimes. They were so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, the fact that Aldridge isn't even really in sync with Ginobili yet, and, the, and he's still dominating games, getting 20.14, it shows yeah. just how great they can become.
1: Yeah, no. Aldridge uh, had 18 points in the fourth quarter. Some of those, I think, came from assists from Ginobili, who, as you said, half. on the Not second half, half Yeah, second the half pit. Well, just unreal, Ginobili. It's, it's fun watching him play. It's so smooth. Maybe RJ Hunter develops into a poor version of Man or Ginobili, oh, be nice. but it would be nice to have a guy like Ginobili coming off your bench, being able to create off the dribble, score, or assist for his teammates. Played eleven minutes in the second half, and it was really a big reason why the Spurs were able to
0: hold the lead. Yeah, I mean, look at their bench. There's three guys double digits in the positive and plus and minus. I mean, Patty Mills. We talked about Parker. We were topic, He didn't have a great game. He didn't have to have a great game. Um, you know, Patty Mills comes off the bench and he, he's like the perfect, you know, backup type guard that you need on that team. And these guys are just so balanced. Like, they, they've had everything, even when they don't have everything figured out, it almost seems like they do have everything figured out. I mean, it's game three. Nobody expects any team to look perfect, but I predicted the Spurs to go all the way this year. So, I mean, nothing changed. Nothing's going to well, change from there. Yeah. yeah, I got, I got them that argument the Caps. Uh,
3: Frankly, tonight was a mediocre night and they were so able yeah. to really take, mm-hmm. take control in the
0: fourth mm-hmm. quarter. I mean, just in the three games with the guy that's going to be the centerpiece of their team. Picture that, you know, 50 games from now. Yeah. I mean, these guys are going to be clicking. On, if they can stay healthy, they should be clicking on all cylinders. And speaking of clicking on all cylinders, the Celtics are not when it
3: comes to their front court. Uh, no. The front court, and Stephen says this really difficult balancing act, <laughs> where he has to figure out which guys at the start of the game, which guys at the finish the game. We were seeing tonight, once again, you had someone like Tyler Zeller play the first quarter, and then he doesn't That's really it. play again after that. David Lee had a similar thing last game. He's still trying to figure out what works. Obviously, it's matchup dependent. You're going up against two Hall of Fame power forwards in this game, so things or are, are yep. bigs, whatever you want to call them in this game. So things are a little bit different here, where length is a premium and intelligence is a premium. Uh, but, uh, Kevin, do you have any idea what could be a working strategy right now? Because I know Stevens is still trying to figure that out.
1: Stevens, it's, it's funny, he doesn't give a lot to the media now, he's media savvy, but he openly admits that he'd prefer to have a big man rotation with four players. Yeah. And I think that's pretty telling that before the game, he said, well, maybe we'll make a change at some point. Maybe at one point during the year we'll go with just four bigs, because I think he'd like to play his guys consistent minutes with a consistent role every night. But right now, as you alluded to, he's not able to do that. And I wonder if maybe some of the guys are pressing, especially a guy like Olinic, he's firing his shots off, which is okay. good. And maybe that yeah. bodes well for him going forward, but right now the shots aren't falling. Mayor Johnson's not getting looks from three, necessarily, because he's He's also missing forward. a lot of like, put and back, putbacks and so, yeah, yeah, a lot of bunnies. And, and Stollinger's front rimming, but that's always been uh, normal with him, and Zeller's just not playing at all. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens going forward, what kind of changes are made.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I want to see what the starting lineup is in the next game, in Indy, right? Is the Next yeah. I, thinking, I, I, I want, think it's going to be different. I I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, people thought there was a chance it might have been different today. I mean, two out of the three games now, Zeller has been in the starting lineup and then, you know, disappeared. I mean, at some point, I mean, you have all these interchangeable parts. you got to start seeing what works at the start. You don't want your team to consistently go down in the first quarter only to make a change in the third quarter and then have a run in the fourth quarter when it's too late. I mean, at some point, Stevens has to... You know, just mess around with a couple of things, I and mean, he will. I'm sure he will. He's gonna look over, like you said, he's gonna look over the data, mm-hmm. uh, and those guys will do that. And maybe they'll make some changes going forward. He likes Zeller a lot, so I, I, I'm sure it hurts him to have to bench him. You know, for the entire, you know, three and a half quarters left in the game. But it'll be interesting to see where they go from there with it. Especially, it'll be interesting to see if Crowder starts to go up against. And one, one of thing, things, kind of like a domino effect, mm-hmm. when you when you take mm-hmm. out a guy like like Zeller and you put in a guy like Celio or take out a guy like Lee, because. These, some of these guys feel like they, they you know, they're, they complement each other well, so if you, it's almost not as easy just taking out one guy and putting in another guy.
1: What's interesting is there's an 82-game sample from last season, including games in the preseason, where Zeller was effective in the system. But Steven seems to be rolling with David Lee in each game, besides the last 18 minutes of Friday's game against Toronto, just to try to get him going. And so far, the results aren't there for Lee.
3: All right, well, before we hear from Greg Popovich on an interesting story that I'll tell you about in a sec, we got to go to our grandstand play of the game. So sports highlights for fans in the stands on the new Sports app Grandstand. You can share your own Celtics highlights and watch other fans' videos straight from the crowd. To so download Grandstand on the App Store or go to Grandstand.me. Let's take a look at this play. Boris Diaw hits a free throw, and then Amir Johnson, coming down in transition, is able to get a nice little hook shot. That was pretty much the only good offensive play that happened surrounding Amir Johnson tonight. Yes. But
0: it was the best play that we could show you. Amir Johnson's play of the game. Yeah. So that is what tonight's Grandstand segment is. So. Let's go to Greg Popovich before the game. Shout out to Amy Bradley's Dunk. Yeah, Just a shout yeah, out. Unfortunately, shout we out. didn't have
3: that uh, as of recording. So yeah, <laughs> that would have been nice, right? Um, but we're limited to what we get from Grandstand. But Grandstand, if you download that app, we we'll See, that's why we need more people you. on Grandstand. So yeah. go
0: get Grandstand you now. You guys, if it's more people brand, on Grandstand,
3: the more videos we have. That's right. It's a brand new program. It's going to be really good coming up down the road. So... Before we go, Greg Popovich told a really interesting story about having John Havlicek's photo as the only thing he has over his desk. <laughs> okay. um, it sound, really doesn't sound interesting, I guess, when I say it, but it was interesting. Uh, so Well, you just told the story. Uh, so, oh, but there's more to it. Go on, there's more to it. So enjoy, and we'll see you for part two here on the Garden Report.
2: Well, let me just answer this. I've been coaching the Spurs team for a while now, and uh, when you get onto the arena, you coaches have a little office where you can sit and think about the game and work yourself up into a lather and think about things that confuse the issue and forget that it's just basketball and in that room uh, there's a chair and there's a table I have a lamp and there's one picture on the wall and it's been there for the last 18 20 years and that's John Havlicek so I, I do think about the legacy here No doubt, and just giving it that energy. Like Coach said after the game, he's more happy about this loss, even though it doesn't make sense, than the one the one the other day, because we gave the effort. Our energy was there. We played pretty good defense the whole game. It's just, offensive end, we just didn't hit, hit the shots that we usually make. Um, you can say that. I mean, I think for the most part, this whole game, we gave it our all, and that's the positive we can take out of this game. We just gotta continue to build and put it all together. And that's the hard part, but guys are willing to do it. We'll sacrifice, and we got to just stop talking about it and be about
3: it. Welcome back to part two here. Kevin is still with us. Jimmy is still with us. I'm still with us. I'm Jared. So let's talk about the Hi, Celtics three guard lineup to close out games. So they're trying to have Isaiah out there to ensure that they at least have someone that they know can put the ball near the hoop mm-hmm. and yes. hit shots. Marcus, because Marcus is important defensively, and he can be a bit of a creator off- offensively. Not as good as in the preseason against the Knicks and the Sixers. Who could have seen that coming? But he's still effective somewhat, and he did score well tonight. And then Avery Bradley, who's shown an ability to be more of an off-ball shooter this year, but like everyone on this team, they're just not hitting their shots right now, especially the deep shots. But Kevin... Is that They have Solinger and uh, and Amir Johnson out there for the most part as bigs alongside that three-guard lineup. Evan Turner is getting a lot Mm -hmm. of minutes, too. Does that three-guard lineup work right now in fourth quarters?
1: I mean, tonight it was a mixed bag. The Spurs Spurs scored over 30 points tonight in the fourth quarter. But at the same time, Brad went with what he felt was going to get the offense going. And it it did work on the offensive end of the floor. Bradley was hitting shots. He had that monster dunk. Smart hit a big three. Isaiah Thomas started to finally get going on offense, but the problem is is that Kawhi Leonard has a huge size advantage over whoever defends him, whether it's Marcus Smart or Bradley on a switch, and that can be a problem, especially against a team like the Spurs. But really, when Aldridge hit three shots in a row over Sollinger, that was one of the biggest mismatch, mismatches of the game because Sollinger is not as tall as Aldridge, he's not as long as Aldridge, and he's not, as good of a defender as Aldridge is a scorer.
3: Although you know the thing is Solinger so far has been their best on ball post defender in the first three games. <laughs> and saying um, a lot. <laughs> and Amir would have better length to guard someone like Aldridge, but Solinger's been able to kind of take the pounding whenever a guy tries to back him down. And he usually is able to at least maintain a reach as they take their shot, but mm-hmm. Solinger can't really get off the ground, mm-hmm. so Aldridge, a guy like him, who's an elite turnaround jump shooter, it's pretty easy for him to get a shot off.
0: Yeah, and I think the reason I mean Defensively, I think I'd rather have Amir Johnson on, on Aldridge in that situation, but they need an offense too. And you can't. And although listen, Johnson is stretching out his stretching out the floor, but he's like that spot up type shooter where it almost takes him like five seconds to get the shot <laughs> off I mean, he's gonna need to get that release. That's gonna that's gonna have to change. I don't think I don't that's think changing. He's been in the league for a decade now. That's But really he hasn't been it. taking three point shots that's for a decade. True. So if he's gonna incorporate it into his game, he's got to release that sooner, or else he's gonna start getting blocked. But I think that's why you're seeing Sully silly guarding guy like Aldridge because they need him on the court for the offense. And I think that's why there's going to be a little bit of a problem with the three guard lineup because you've got three guards for two spots, or you're just really small. Mm-hmm. And and on a night where you know you you kind of saw like Aldridge was out there and they were they were mismatched. You know they were mismatched down low. Uh, yeah, and the paint and those guards. I like Smart in the, in the, at the end of games because he's kind of like a playmaker type. He's got that sort of clutch feel to him. He makes so, something out of nothing. On both ends. Right? Yeah, on yeah, both, both ends. Three. And I like Bradley in the game too because he's a good on ball defender. And if he's going to start being more aggressive, then he needs to be in there. Well, you need Isaiah Thomas in there because he's your best player. He's your best scorer. So it really is going to depend. It's a game-by-game basis. We can break it. We can break down every single game. But I think every time we're going to be saying something different based mm-hmm. on the matchups.
3: You know, and the big thing though is that so the matchup with Lamarcus, there's only so much you can do there about a seven-footer. Like you right. turn around I mean, for 20 feet. But and Kawhi Leonard, obviously great player, but they threw two different guys at him mostly in the fourth quarter. Evan Turner who looked like he didn't even want to be there tonight. I mean, he, there were plays where he would get caught on screens and he would just kind of hang down on the baseline. and let. There was one play where he actually let, he actually waited for Kawhi to take a wide-open 20-footer just because he didn't want to go guard him again. And Kawhi passed it up, and they got a shot by the rim. And then there was one where he got knocked down and transitioned and everybody went back. Kawhi's flying back. Evan's, like, very slowly getting up. He didn't really want to be there. So they hmm. put Smart on him, and Smart keeps up with Kawhi. But Kawhi is draining these great shots over him because he's got, like, nine inches over him.
1: He had that one corner three. I think the Celtics played great defense for about 20 seconds. Yeah. Bailed out by a Kawhi Leonard. K- kind of open three-pointer in the corner. It was a really bad I mean, Smart position. rushed him
3: pretty hard. He did. But Smart was recovering yeah. from, was it Parker or Diaz on yeah. the elbow? Just yeah.
1: around that area. And, I mean, we're talking about Smart. He's in his second year, and he's able to defend Kawhi Leonard, arguably one of the best overall players in the league. And I think that says a lot going forward for the Celtics, that they have a guy that they can stick on a bigger player, even though it's not... Preferably what you want Right. Preferably you want Jake Crowder out there Defending Kawhi Leonard But he had a horrible night Shooting the ball So I think Stevens went with Who he felt was the hotter hand
0: I mean yeah I think Stevens had to go He had to find somebody Who could buy a basket tonight I mean these guys Could not buy a basket And that was like the first thing Brad Stevens said After the game was They couldn't throw the ball Into the ocean tonight I mean at the end of the day You can, you can do whatever You can run the most perfect scheme And the most perfect play Every single time But if you miss shots You miss open shots And you, and you, and you can't find The bottom of the basket It's all for nothing
1: yeah, an interesting stat in the first half, according to Sportview, the Celtics shot two of eighteen on uncontested field goal attempts. And now, after tonight's game, they ranked twenty seventh in the league with a twenty seven percent field goal percentage
3: behind the arm.
0: Boo! <laughs> Soon enough you're gonna start hearing that.
3: Hey, advanced stats are making things look even worse, <laughs> I guess, right?
0: And that's and an easy stat to, to really register. I mean these yeah. guys are wide open. And these, are, these are these are these are practice shots that mm-hmm. they're missing. Shots will fall eventually. Yeah. Well, we'll, be a hope. Yeah, we hope. well that was
3: the same yeah. problem they had early last year, the first transition year. It hasn't really improved that much with three point shooting. No. Personnel might It'll be part of the problem. Lot. Lack of RJ Hunter and Terry Rozier might be a <laughs> problem. RJ in there. Those guys are going to get a chance at some point. Get, if him, this in can. Run, yeah, get some, him in there.
1: Run some ATOs for RJ. Get him a three.
3: All right. Well, that's going to do it for us tonight. We will see you again for next Friday's game against Washington. For Kevin hey, O'Connor and Jimmy Toscano, my name is Jared Weiss. <laughs> Let's uh, talk to LaMarcus Aldridge as we uh, sign off here on the Garden Report.
5: He's in my ear a little bit, but not telling me not to shoot. He's in my ear telling me to be myself and let him kind of guide me along the way. He said, "You know, he can tell I'm overthinking things at times." So. He was in, just to go play basketball, and then we'll figure it out as we go. So, but tonight, you know, I just play basketball. No. I mean, I didn't think so. You know, I think he's put some wrinkles in, but I think the offense is definitely still, you know, free flow, movement, things like that, but I think he's put some little wrinkles in where, you know, I could try to get the ball in certain
3: spots and things like that, but, you know, his style is still moving the ball around. When the fourth quarter he had those three shots in a row from the left baseline, were those plays that were kind of called out for you to just go to work on, on the high block? Uh, the first year, I three up more. Huh. Yeah, the first one was out
5: of the timeout. I mean, out of the half, and then part of the timeout, and then the, the next two,
3: uh, TP caught two plays for me. Scored huh. on. So you're still getting the freedom to kind of go to work on a, a one-on-one yeah, 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 nah, the one on one post Yeah, fadeaways.
5: They've, they've given me the freedom. You know, since day one, it was just me trying to figure out, you know, how to use my freedom and you know still stay in the whole the whole realm of the offense. <laughs> Brad, after
4: three games, can you just talk about what you have liked about your team so far and what you think you need to improve? Today was today. We, we played a lot better than I thought we played on Friday. We just couldn't throw the ball in the ocean. And you know what? I think when we go back mm-hmm. and look, and I felt pretty comfortable about this as we were playing, that um, we were going to have to make jump shots to extend them because of their length, and we just never did. And, you know, that makes it tough to get anything going at the rim because then they're back and and that makes it that makes it tough um, but hey uh, I was really happy with how we f- how we guarded I was really happy with how we persevered as the shots weren't going down and just kind of hung around I wish we would have made a couple of plays late and they wouldn't have but that's not what happened They're you know I thought obviously Leonard and Aldridge did what they do you know, they're really good players.
1: Brother I suppose we're already a dangerous team, and then they add a guy like Aldridge who can make those shots late, space the floor. How does what he does kind of disrupt your scheme?
4: Well, he disrupts it because he's an all-league player. Um, I think the biggest thing is that as they're figuring each other out, you know, they're not as crisp as they will be in three months, four months, but they're still awfully good. But as they're figuring it out, those guys make shots at the end to win. And, you know, hey, Aldridge... Uh, made a couple of contested shots. Kawhi Leonard made a, c- a couple of contested shots, and you know they're good players. They're really good players. They're very connected as a team, and we came up short against them.
1: With the caveat that it's still way early, you guys have had some issues
4: offensively with the coming out of the gate with the first group. Those, is it just like a snake bit thing, or are they? I don't know. We'll su- we'll do more research thing. on it. Um, you know, more looking at it. I don't think we're going to have rotations and all that stuff figured out as early as you'd like um, because it's one of those things where we've got a lot of equal guys and guys that can really step up and make plays on a given night. So, um, you know, I think that uh, we just have to continue to trust the process and make sure that, you know, we're diligent in, in unturning or, or, or looking under every stone. Um, and I'll do that, and we'll see. Coach, um, did, did it take a, a long time in this game to find a combination which really... I, it didn't really matter which combination. I didn't think we scored it great. I mean, even when I felt like it was pretty good, we were hitting floaters over outstretched arms. I mean, that's um, those are shots that they don't necessarily mind seeing either. So, um, you know, I, I give credit to their defense because their defense was really good and their length really affected us. But, you know, again, I, I think we've got to, you know, we just got to believe in ourselves and shoot the ball and, um, you know, we'll have better shooting nights than this.
0: Hey, uh, Brad, Avery seemed to leave the bench a little bit early and head to the back when he team chairs. Anything that you know if that happened to him late in the he game? Told me
4: that he told me that he, I don't know if he sprained or, or if he jammed his finger. I don't know what happened. That's what he told me in the... Uh, um when I took him out with 25 or 6 seconds left and I have not talked to him since. And just your thoughts just on his overall second half offensively? You know Avery did a lot of good things. Did a lot of, made a lot of plays with the ball. Um, you know was smart in driving Leonard um, because it's hard to get a jump shot off against that guy. Um, and did some good things.
1: Brad, um, are you concerned with the three-point shooting? Are you guys taking too many are you just not hitting I mean what got to
4: make the open ones um, we've got to continue to find open ones so no I'm not I'm not concerned I mean that's hey we're if you don't if you're unable to make them um, as a group which we are or which we aren't I mean at, at the end of the day we're gonna make shots um, but if you're unable to make them then the defense just loads in and you can't get anything at the rim and so it's a double-edged sword so You've got to fire with great confidence. You got to work on it, and you got to not get too down about a bad shooting night. Next play.
0: Uh, it was another kind of short night for Tyler. Um, is there something, I guess, you want to see from him, or something? Maybe hoping those groups. No, those, it wasn't. He's
4: in. I mean, it's it's. We've got a lot of bigs. So, um, you know, I, I'm still working through it. That's not on Tyler. That's on me.
2: Do you think the team is still learning to play with each other? No doubt. I mean, we got a few new guys on the team. First full, I mean, beginning of the season with, with everybody. I think everybody's still filling each other out. Coach is still trying to figure out his rotation. And it's a learning process. I mean, luckily we have 79 more games, and, and we can continue to build. I said, did you play a lot of your stuff when was going the front room? Yeah, it was short. Um, for whatever reason it was short, I, I gotta adjust better. I gotta make adjustments on my jump shot when they are short and, and make sure I do a better job of that. And um I got the shots I wanted. Well coach told me to keep shooting, the fellows told me to keep being aggressive with just weren't falling.
0: I say Avery's been known as a defensive guard for a lot of his career, but you know, he seems to be improving on the offensive end. which just got it on that side of the bond and specifically that dunk
2: um, he's just He's getting better I mean, each and every day, each and every game. He's letting the, the game come to him. Um, he's coming, becoming a more complete player. And, and it's because of his hard work. He's always in the gym working and, and willing to learn. He's very coachable and, and he's a great guy, man. So I'm glad for his success. Um, he showed a lot today with, with hitting threes, hitting mid range and even attacking the hoop. So. He gots even more in this game. You know he could jump like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get mad at him when he goes in there and lays it up, because <laughs> what he's capable of doing. I mean, plays like that, he's capable of doing all the time. Is that positive to take, hanging with one of the best teams in the league? No doubt. And just giving it that energy, like Coach said after the game, he's more happy about this loss, even though it doesn't make sense, than the one the, one the other day, because we gave the effort. Our energy was there. We played pretty good defense the whole game. It just... Offensive end, we just didn't hit, hit the shots that we usually make. That was the calling card
0: of this team through the second half of the last season. Is yeah. that something that's been missing? Uh, what? But the energy, that fight.
2: Um, A little bit. Um, you could say that. I mean, I think for the most part this whole game, we gave it our all. And that's the positive we can take out of this game. We just got to continue to build and put it all together. And that's the hard part. But guys are willing to do it, willing to sacrifice, and we got to just... Stop talking about it and be about
5: it. With young basketball teams, I can say two years ago when Brad first got here, we didn't shoot the ball well. We lost by thirty. And uh, now, you know, we don't shoot the ball well. We still, we still, we're still competing. And we, we still find ways to, to to stay in the game. And now we just got to get over that hump and, and try to get a win. the three
2: you hit in the fourth quarter design play for you coming another possession. Uh, so yeah. It yeah, it was. It and was is that uh, do you anything for your confidence as a three-point shooter, the coach's confidence you? Nah, you
5: can ask these guys around me. I'm, I'm high. I always have high confidence. And so, well, um, it, doesn't, it doesn't change whether he calls a play or not. I'm really still going to shoot. One
1: final question. What, what, please what can you do differently? Disrupt Marcus when and things like that at the end of the game? I don't know. I mean, you know,
5: honestly, you're not, like I said at the beginning of the, um, <laughs> beginning of the year, you're not going to stop guys. Um, from getting getting the shot they want, you're not, you know, all the great basketball players. The only thing you can do is make it tough, and he made two contested jump shots that, you know, that that are pretty tough. He had to work for them. So, um, you know, I really can't get mad or hang my head about it. I'm, I just got to keep defending, it. and the more and more we defend, um, the better we will we'll become. This was the second
3: game that you started the
1: second half, just kind of building on that, and really, what were you looking to prove? Not really proving
5: nothing. My, my main goal is always to win. Uh, I just want to win basketball games, and, and that, that's the main uh, objective. It doesn't matter if I'm starting or if I'm, if I'm the last man on the bench, I'm, I just want to win. Thank you.